The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, welcome back to the channel. It's a Saturday morning here in Ireland and I felt very compelled to make a video for you in relation to healing. This has been born out of a number of conversations I've had recently with people I've been coaching and also from my own perspective in relation to healing and the fact that we can be really hard on ourselves because sometimes we, we feel that we can't move on or it's taking forever to heal or will I ever move on? These kind of questions are asked of us and of ourselves. People that love us ask us these questions, you know, if we tend to want to talk about the situation again, even a year or two after the narcissistic relationship has come to an end. If we get thoughts that we would like to discuss or just memories come up that we'd like to process and you know, sometimes if we do this aloud, it's it's not looked on very favourably. I suppose people are a mixture of being frustrated that we haven't moved on, just as we're frustrated ourselves, or they think we haven't moved on because we bring a situation up, not realising that we've moved on hugely, that we're healed, but we remember something and we'd like to talk about it. And people can be wonderful, people can be loving, but guys, if people don't fully get uh, narcissistic abuse and what it's like to have been through it and heal from it, then I suppose, understandably, they can become frustrated or less than helpful. Um, others won't, others will help us greatly, but please don't be too hard on yourselves or take on board somebody criticising you for not having moved on. Somebody say saying to you, oh, for God's sake, have you not got that person out of your system? I can't listen to any more of this. Those kind of comments are from people that are not your friends or really, really have no idea what you've been through or don't want to take the time to try and understand that. These comments are inappropriate not loving, coming from a hard and cruel place. And 
while we can understand that the person maybe doesn't get the full picture, please don't take them on board. Please do not listen to these kind of comments and don't talk about the situation to people who aren't going to be supportive, who aren't in your camp, who don't fully have your back. This is what we've been through, okay? We've been through a relationship breakup. Now, that's the simple explanation for what we've been through. And in fairness to people, I suppose, they see it as a relationship breakup from which people generally move on, say, from about six months to a year period. This is so much more than a relationship breakup. This is, okay, one, you're dealing with relationship breakup, which is one of the most traumatic events anybody can deal with in a lifetime. It's way up there with divorce, moving house um, and death. So it's on it's on that scale of uh, traumatic life experiences that you have to cope with. Now, on top of the relationship breakup, you are also grieving a death of a person because the person that you thought you knew and existed in the relationship was not that person. So you're dealing with that individual's personality death as such. So you have to get your head around that. And I guess that would be akin to, say, somebody losing a long term husband or wife, maybe of a 20 year period and grieving them and then finding out that that person was, say, cheating on them all the time that they were together or once or whatever. And their whole grief would be messed up in not knowing what they were grieving for. That's what you're going through if you're coming out of or recovering from a narcissistically abusive relationship of the intimate setting or any setting really, but I'm just dealing with the intimate here. On top of that, taking the abuse that you've been through your expectations of what you deserve as a person have been hugely dimmed down by that relationship. In order for you to get any needs met or for the relationship to survive, you had to dim down your needs, your wants and your expectations to possibly zero before the narcissist actually left or you, you felt that you had to leave this person, that the abuse was so bad. So your self-esteem is at an all-time low. Your personality has had to be wiped out to accommodate this big ego that you've been dealing with, this narcissistic ego, because any time you would have gone against that ego or come into your own ego, it would have caused problems. So you were groomed to amalgamate yourself with this narcissist. I don't know if any of you guys watch Star Trek or the next generation, you have the, the Borg, that the, it's this kind of, um, do you call it another planet or something? But they're all, they're all keyed into one another and they're all of the one. So with the narcissist, the narcissist is your Borg. He's got a lot of supplies or she's got a lot of supplies plugged into them and they're the mainframe. So you, you have to unplug from the motherboard and and replug your own board. So you've kind of you've lost a big part of your personality. You've had to you've had to suppress it to, in order 
to get on with the narcissist. And this is very subtle, so you won't realise that you've had to do this. But people coming out of long-term relationships are sitting there wondering who they are because they have amalgamated with narcissists and have worked through the narcissistic personality in order to survive the relationship. Your energy has been drained with the drama, the chaotic experience of this type of relationship. You know, when you're dealing with a narcissistic person, there's the gaslighting. They change their mind on a dime. So you think you're going one way, then you go another way. Then you come back and you go the same way again. You, you're scrambled. You're absolutely scrambled. So your physical energy, never mind your mental and spiritual energy, have been drained. You're perhaps um, dealing with a divorce, child custody, financial ruin. <laughs> Guys, like this is serious stuff. I mean, this is serious stuff. You could have lost your job. A lot of narcissists don't like us to work um, because then they've more control over, over you know, your life, what you do, the holidays you go on, what you spend your money on. A lot of them like that. Then there's the ones that want you to work all the time so that they don't have to work. Um, so that you're frazzled from that. Then as they've left you and you're recovering and you're making a bit of progress, you may have to deal with the disgusting smear campaign where they really try and finish the job off. Now, you talk to a person a year down the road and say, I was thinking about the narcissist and, you know, I was still trying to figure out where the love I had for them came from or what, what did I love or who was I dealing with? Now, you may not have thought of them for a few months, but you've been sitting there thinking and, and mulling over things and for a reason, you're thinking about this and you say that to someone and they tell you, get them out of your system, move on. You're not still thinking about them, are you? Um, oh, for goodness sake, you need to find somebody else. What's wrong with you? I, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Guys. Can you imagine what it takes to get over a narcissistically abusive relationship when you take on board exactly what that means? So that's it there in a nutshell, kind of what you're trying to get over. And it may have brought up also some childhood wounds that you may have to deal with. So you got all this going on at the same time. The strength it takes to get over that is phenomenal. So do not go to a person that's not going to support you in your recovery. And I don't care if it's two or three years down the road or four years down the road. Do not be hard on yourself for not feeling fully recovered. Do not be hard on yourself if you've broken no contact. It's not recommended. It will set you back. And if you speak to the wrong people and they give you this misunderstanding of what you've been through reaction, 
that could set you back. So be careful. This journey is a precious journey. Be with people who understand you, who truly love you and have your back. And be with yourself that loves you enough to be gentle and kind with you for having the strength to even get up and dress yourself and go out and live your life again. This is horrendous mental, spiritual and physical abuse. You are a wonderful human being. If you've embarked, had the strength, uh, the willpower, the spirituality, the personality, the love inside yourself to pull yourself forward and to go on your life journey after this. Now I'll, I'll suggest to you how to tackle the healing journey just briefly. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but this is just an idea. This is this is how I've approached it. I found it successful. I'm still on my healing journey. And I think anybody that's been through narcissistic abuse goes on a, a long term journey that becomes at some stage absolutely wonderful. And it's not something you actually want to get out of your system because what you've experienced is your experience. It's part of your life. And the person, the, the narcissistic person was part of your life also. And the whole experience makes you who you are today and who you're going to be tomorrow. So I don't want to, I was told to get it out of my system. I don't want to get it out of my system. I want to learn from it. I want to grow from it. I want to be a better person because of it. But I never want to get it out of my system. I never want to forget what it is to go through an experience like that. I never want to forget what it is to recover from it. And I never want to not be proud of myself for doing that. So no, I'm not going to get it out of my system. I'm going to be more careful who I talk to about it and who I share my innermost feelings about it with. But I'm wearing it as a badge of honour because I'm proud and I want you to be proud of surviving this and thriving afterwards because of who you are, not because of the narcissist or the narcissistic experience. So guys, the way I've approached it is, the only way I could approach it was as a two-pronged approach. And for me, this really worked and I hope it works for you. On the one hand, I got the knowledge and I continue to this day, even though I think I know narcissists backwards and upside down, I still listen to people who are educated in relation to narcissistic abuse who have got it right. I can now see a lot of the the kind of the mistakes or people that kind of veer off in a way that I don't feel is appropriate. Um, and I'm sure I make mistakes myself at times, but this is this is the way I've approached it. Getting the knowledge, keeping the knowledge staying with people 
who understand what it is to have been through this experience because a lot of the a lot of them are empaths obviously the narcissists dish of choice and they're amazing and it's great to be involved with other empaths who truly get who you are you're seen and you can see who they truly are and it's a wonderful experience because you don't feel so scared anymore of bumping into a narcissist your your discernment is way up there anyway as you, as you journey along so it becomes a better experience socializing again and getting to know people. So on the one hand, um, the knowledge, keep getting the knowledge, understand it and honor the experience. On the other hand, what I've done is I've done the self-care, tried to do the, you know, the exercises, the eating better. Now that doesn't always work. Like I am no paragon and and you guys may not be either. We're human beings, so we will slip back and, you know, we may not exercise for a week and then we get back on the horse and do it again. We may eat crap. We may drink wine on a Friday night. We may do the wrong thing from time to time. But we also have to be forgiving of ourselves, just given what I said at the beginning of the video. You know, we're not narcissists. We're not, perf you know, striving for perfection and total control over everything. We must keep things in balance. We must not berate ourselves for not being moved on at a certain time scale. Each person has their own, their own time for healing. They have their own progress. You know, you can't say now at two months stage, everybody should be here. And at three months stage, everybody should be there. It's very, very personal, your healing journey. And the work you put in, you will get out. Do not think you all never get over this. I'll never get over this narcissist. I'll always want them, always and always. You know, you may always have them in your mind in some way, whatever file you have them in. Hopefully not because the healing journey generally works. But if you do, you know, that's also okay. It just depends what you do about it, how active they are. It doesn't mean that you're stuck on this person for the rest of your life. That's not what happens on the healing journey. So on your own time, in your own time, do the work on yourself. Make some type of progress in your life. Do something you've never done before or what you did before. Make it better. Find your passion in life. When you feel you're making progress and growing more colourful and stronger as a person. The narcissist lessens. Because remember in the relationship, it was all about them and you subdued yourself and you became, you know, very kind of nearly like them in a way, but it was all about what they wanted and who they were. And you became less and less. The more you become more and more you in your essence, the balance is reached and you eventually see what you were dealing with and they become not essential to you in any which way. So if you basically the two pronged approach is you have the knowledge, you learn what you were dealing with, you understand that there is no hope for this narcissistically disordered person changing, you definitely cannot heal them your interaction with them 
will actually damage you until you get to a certain stage. And even at that stage, well, at that stage, you won't want to interact with them anyway. And on, on the right hand, you are making, you're rebuilding yourself into a better, stronger, more colourful um, individual person that you are, that you were born to be. Whereas before you may have been asleep, you're now awake. You're now awake and you need to admire, admire your strengths and powers for overcoming this, this war. You know, you, you're winning this war. You've gotten out of this war and now you need to claim victory. You need to feel proud of yourself, not berate yourself for not moving on. You'll move just the main thing is the last thing I'll say is Keep moving forward with your own life. In moving forward with your own life, you will move on spiritually, mentally, and the pain will lessen and the day will come when you feel healed. Guys, that's all I've got to say about this. Listen, there are two fantastic videos coming up in relation to interviews. Um, one great interview from Australia and another extremely exciting special interview from someone who knows everything there is to know about narcissistic abuse. I'm so excited to bring that, that video to this platform in the near future. Guys, take care of yourselves. I better go now at this stage, heading out for a walk with Rem. I hope you have a great Saturday or Sunday if this video is airing then. Take care of yourselves and I'll see you again soon. Bye, guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.